Good evening. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. I am Sean Odenhall. Thank you for being here. Thank you for praying with me. I'm so grateful, so grateful for the time that we have together. And we are going to be praying with Charles Spurgeon tonight on the theme of He Ever Lives from the book of Hebrews. And then we'll take some time and agreeing with God and praying for three conditions from the book of 1 Timothy 2.8 on prayer, where Paul says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So we will be going through those conditions and asking God to help us to not be in that category in our lives that we are striving after holiness and without wrath and doubting so that our prayers will be effective and so that we will have a effective and intimate prayer life. So let's begin with Charles Spurgeon. He ever liveth. As we come before our great God, our great holy God, our God, we come to you by Jesus Christ, who has gone within the veil on our behalf and ever lives to make intercession for us. Our poor prayers could never reach you were it not for him, Lord. But his hands are full of sweet perfume, which makes our pleading sweet with you. The blood, his blood is sprinkled on the mercy seat. And now we know that you always hear those who approach you through that ever blessed name, Jesus Christ. We have deeply felt our entire unworthiness, even to lift up our eyes to the place where your honor dwells. You have made us to die to our self-righteousness. So we pray now, Lord, because we have been quickened, we have received a new life and the breath of that life is prayer. We have risen from the dead and we also make intercession through the life which Christ has given us. And we plead with the living God, with living hearts, because he has made us to live through Jesus Christ. Our first prayer shall be for those who do not pray, Lord. There is an ancient promise of yours. I am found of them that sought me not. I said, behold me, behold me to a people that were not a people. Prove, Lord, the sovereignty of your grace, the priority of your power, which runs before the will of man by making many willing in this, the day of thy power and calling the things that are not as though they were. May the day come in which they that are in their grave shall hear the voice of God, and they that hear shall live. How very often you show thy mighty power, O Lord. We bless you that the voice of God has called many to Christ. Those that are hardened have felt a softness stealing over their spirits. Those who were careless have been compelled to sit down and think. And those that were wrapped up in earthly things have been compelled to think of eternal things. 
and thinking have been disturbed, driven to despair, but afterwards led to you, even to you, O Lord, dear Savior, who was lifted high upon the cross that by your death sinners might live. But Lord, we next pray that your own people should know somewhat of the quickening of the Spirit of God. Lord, we thank you for the very least life to God, for the feeblest ray of faith and glimmering of hope. And we are glad to see anything of Christ in any man. But you have come, O Savior, not only that we might have life, but that we might have it more abundantly. So our prayer is that there may be abundance of life. O make your people strong in the Lord. In the power of his might, Lord, we find that when we walk close with God, that we have no desire for the world. And when we get away altogether from the things that are seen and temporal and live upon the invisible and eternal, then we shall have angels' food. Nay, better than that, the food of Christ himself. For his flesh is meat indeed, and his blood is drink indeed. Then have we meat to eat that the world does not know of. We pray that you raise all our brothers and sisters in Christ into the high and heavenly frame of mind in which they shall be with the world and not of it. Whether they have little or much of temporal things, that they be rich in you and full of joy in the Holy Ghost and so be blessed men and women. Lord, your word says in First Timothy, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Oh God, there are conditions that you have set out that govern our prayers, Lord, that activity called prayer. And one is that we lift up holy hands. Lord, we're not concerned about the question of posture and prayer, nor to indicate how we stand and if we are lifting our hands in prayer. But more, we are asking, Lord, that we have holy hands, clean hands, for they are indicative of and represent a holy character. And that is what we desire, Lord. That must ever be the first question in our approach to you, O God, holiness without which no man shall see you, O Lord. And you, God, your word says you, O God, are of pure eyes than to behold evil, and you cannot look on iniquity. So may, indeed, may we look at our character and, and come to you with clean hands and a pure heart. Lord, we know that the first effect of sin and the main result of the fall was to break the communion that it was obtained between you and man, the first man, Adam. And by sin, Adam forfeited his right approach to you, God. And indeed, he was left to himself and would never approach you. But you, God, we thank you that in your wondrous grace, you have made a way for us to approach you. And so we desire that, Lord. And we affirm and, and commit to you, Lord. We commit 
our character to you, that we will have communion with you because of clean hands and a pure heart according to your dictates. And Lord, the second condition that is laid down in your word is that we are to have a time of prayer without wrath, come before you praying without wrath. And Lord, what does that mean to us? Lord, show us and teach us that the emphasis is not upon the way which we regard you and approach you, but in the way that we approach and regard our neighbors, our fellow men, Lord, which we are so guilty of when we ask forgiveness that we have come before you, yet we have held um, your creation in low esteem. Our brothers, Lord, and we have been harboring bitterness and anger and wrath towards them. Often there is a feeling of resentment in our hearts, even against you while we are praying to you, Lord. And we feel that we have a real grudge and a genuine complaint. We feel that we have been wronged and we are sorry, Lord. We confess our sin. And yet we feel that we are dependent upon you. So we ask you for favors and we feel that you are against us and you are unfair to us. Oh Lord, forgive us our sin, our attitude, Lord. May we have a spirit of love and a spirit of of wanting to see our brothers not be our enemies, Lord. And, oh God, we ask that you would help us during this time when our country is going through this, where there is so much anger and so much behavior by those who desire to continue and are angry that they cannot continue to to murder their children, Lord. We pray that we would, in, in some way, by your grace and mercy, show love and let them know that there is a God who loves them. And yet, also let them know that there needs to be repentance. Lord, open their hearts to repentance, Lord, for without repentance, there can be no salvation. And lastly, Lord, that we would not doubt. Not that we would, in our disputing with others, but with ourself, Lord. Lord, that we would have doubts about you. For often, there's a doubt with respect to what we may call the power, the possibility of prayer. And Lord, many times we doubt your word. We doubt you when you tell us that you hear us. And we doubt that you will answer our prayer. We doubt that you are even listening. And, and that is sin. And it is without faith. And your word says that anything that is not of faith is sin. Lord, we know unless we observe this third condition that our prayers are useless, we must approach you, O God, believing that you are and that you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. Lord, thank you 
that you hear our prayers and we know that though that when we know you the men and women whose prayers have been answered have always been those who know you god those who trusted you most thoroughly and those who have been most ready to say at all times and all circumstances thy will be done may that be true of this lord of us lord today may we renew our desire to have holy hands a pure heart may we renew our desire to love others to be without wrath towards others to our neighbors to our brothers and come before you with a clean heart in that aspect and also that we would not doubt that we would know our God that we would know you and we would desire to know you more thoroughly than we do forgive us Jesus for we are prone to wander we are not getting better as human beings in this world but our our natural tendency is to turn away from you Lord may that not be for us Lord today may we make a new commitment to turn to you even in the hardest situation and learn how to do that for as things possibly get worse and the challenges and persecutions and problems and difficulties and times that we are in darkness you know what we are to do may we lean wholly upon our god and we ask all this in jesus name amen thank you for being here thank you for spending time in prayer with me with us as a body as a family and, and i pray that you would have the, a renewed desire to pray more effectively and and have a more intimate time with the god who loves you and who desires to be with you and i look forward to praying with you tomorrow god bless